Hey, hey, and welcome to the Bichette's Disease Podcast by Beat Bichette's. I'm your host, Maritza Lord, and I created Beat Bichette's as a frustrated patient. You see, I was diagnosed with Bichette's disease in 2012. After years of suffering from the agonizing symptoms and the feeling of, why doesn't anyone get what's happening to me? I was prescribed medication to ease my symptoms, but over time, I was only getting more sick due to their side effects and the fact that the Bichette's kept on progressing. I didn't know that the meds can't stop the progression of Bichette's. They're only supposed to ease the symptoms. I knew there had to be a better way. I mean, if we can put a man on the moon, then why can't we solve the Bichette's problem? So I dove headfirst into research and experimentation. And by 2014, I started to not only arrest my Bichette's, but my body actually started to reverse the symptoms and repair the damage caused by the illness and the side effects of the meds. I was over the moon. My program was working. And since 2015, I've had zero flare-ups. Zero. Not a symptom. This is a podcast for Bichette's patients and for their caregivers Whether you're diagnosed or undiagnosed, treated or untreated, I'm here to tell you that you can eliminate Bichette's disease from your life. You can reverse the symptoms of Bichette's disease and you can heal the damage. Because if I can beat Bichette's, so can you. Now, this might be a longer than usual episode because I'm going to tell you my story of Bichette's from symptom one and how I stumbled on healing to a special bonus freebie I have for you at the end of the episode. So will you hang out with me for 20 minutes? I promise you it's going to be worth it. Everyone with Bichette's has a story. I used to feel invincible, but after a decade of troubling symptoms I tried to ignore, I was diagnosed with Bichette's when I was 27 years old. The years of clues, now when I look back on them, make perfect sense. Like all autoimmune diseases, the symptoms of Bichette's appeared slowly, little by little, bit by bit. That's what happened to me. Conventional medicine was failing me, treating my symptoms for a disease I was told there was no cure for, with medication whose side effects had a devastating, long-lasting, and degenerative effect on my body. Eventually, as a patient of Bichette's, I was forced to save my own life. So I began researching autoimmune disease case studies and experimenting on my own. What I didn't expect were the stunning results I actually got from my program. I was able to not only stop my Bichette's, but I achieved a dramatic restoration of my health and body function. What I learned forever changed my thinking on health and disease. I became a new person, both physically, emotionally, personally, and professionally, and I became passionate about sharing my knowledge with others who were suffering from Bichette's. I like to say that my mess became my message. For me, the stress and pressure of music school may have been what triggered my first symptoms, years before I even knew what they were. I used to call them mouth bumps, intense little stabs of pain on my tongue or on the inside of my cheek. They lasted a few days and would come in a wave building over a week and then disappear over the next week. They usually happened during my busiest and most frantic weeks of the semester, where it wasn't unusual for me to pull two or three all-nighters in a row, getting ready for finals or making late-night rehearsals for a big performance or show. 
I was juggling school, shows, an active social life, part-time jobs, and a boyfriend I adored. I remember at college, I would also get fevers and power through them because the work doesn't do itself, right? No rest. Remember I told you guys last episode that I am a recovering workaholic. Work in progress. Over the years, the ulcers became steadily worse and felt like giant craters of exposed nerves in my mouth, sticking me with electricity if anything so much as brushed past them. And the fevers? Well, the episodes lasted longer, happened more frequently, and left me bedridden for eventually weeks at a time. It felt like every atom of my body hurt, and even in between those atoms hurt. At the time... I thought the mouth ulcers and the fevers were isolated problems. You know those medical mysteries in life that don't really require solving, like the skin tags on your piano teacher's neck? Ugh. And besides, I was too busy juggling school with the needs of everyone around me. Exactly when was I supposed to focus on my own self-care? I certainly never suspected an autoimmune disease problem that would grow in severity with time. You know what? Even if I knew what was going on, I wouldn't have known what to do about it back then. So those were my first symptoms. But I now know that my Bichette's began even earlier than that. Many people with Bichette's see a similar symptom pattern. The symptoms develop over years and a diagnosis may take years once physical problems manifest and worsen over time. Like I spent years going through rounds of testing every month and blood tests with every doctor's visit. And you think I'd get used to it. Can I tell you guys something? I get severe anxiety when I see a needle that's intended for me, especially when it's meant for drawing blood. I cringe just thinking about it. I've had a fear of them ever since I was five when I was diagnosed with scarlet fever and rheumatoid arthritis. Those were bad times. But no matter how many times I was stuck with a needle, I couldn't stop the anxiety from rushing in. I looked away, made a joke of it to the nurse, and just tried to breathe. The STD tests all came back negative every time, but there was clearly something wrong with me, aside from an irrational fear of needles. The symptoms were starting to look like a rare autoimmune disease known as Bichette's syndrome, but I was told by doctors that only people of Turkish ancestry are at risk. Are you Turkish? They asked. No, but if the symptoms match, then that's probably it, so let's proceed with treatment for Bichette's, gentlemen, shall we? That was me in a hurry to end my misery. So I'd say to them, okay, so let's say it is Bichette's. What is the treatment? There is no cure, I was told, just treatment of the symptoms with medication. Well, all I heard was cure and medication. I was so eager to start, but was told that I couldn't get treated until I had every last symptom. All I was missing was the genital ulcers. And would you believe... Those came in 2012, when I was at my lowest point with Bichette's. And to tell you the truth, never was a girl so excited to have genital ulcers because it meant that I would finally get that diagnosis and begin the treatment for this awful disease. So newly diagnosed with Bichette's, confident as ever, I was started on medication. Um, The first one was called azathioprine, prescribed by my doctor, and then the second was called colchizine. I was entirely relying on my doctors for treatment, decisions, treatment options, you name it. And I was raised with the thinking that doctors know best. I mean, what do I know about medicine? I went to music school. Music was my thing from day one. 
And it took a lifetime of work to get to a level of proficiency where people pay me to sing and play. So I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm going to leave the health stuff to the doctors. After all, they studied health and disease in med school and I didn't. What did I know about Bichette's? It wasn't my area of expertise. I was seeing the very best, the only Bichette specialist in New York, getting the best treatment available. So therefore, I was doing all I could. I was literally doing my best. And in spite of all my health drama, I was crushing it in the corporate world. I graduated music school at the height of the 2008-2009 recession with symptoms getting worse. And since no music gigs offered health insurance, I found a good job as an administrative assistant in Manhattan that offered decent pay and above all else, health insurance. And I was not going to let Bichette stand in my way of succeeding in my work life either. I loved the routine of a 9 to 5. The only thing was it didn't leave me any time or energy for music because time off and weekends were for flare-ups. I thought I was doing pretty great though, and so were my doctors. They started to ask, are you a healthcare professional? Because I used to present them with my own documented photos and spreadsheets of my symptoms, medication, list of specialists, you name it, because I wanted to bring them up to speed faster at every appointment. Well, before I knew it, I was well-versed in treatment and disease lingo, and I was well-armed with my dossier of well-documented photos and notes. I was on a roll. I started getting the hang of my role as patient in the modern healthcare system. And by now, I started to experience some side effects and found myself having to manage that as well. But it was all up from here, baby. I fantasized how I was going to be well now because of the meds and I wouldn't ever have to confess to anyone outside of my inner circle that I even had Bichette's. Ooh, dating life, here I come. By now, I was on at least three or four different prescriptions to manage their own symptoms. And the side effects started getting bad. I started spending an hour after lunch every day at the office, hunkered over in the toilet with either nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. There's no such thing as TMI on this podcast, so buckle up. I even developed a hack to help the retching be less painful. I found that by eating really heavy, greasy junk food for lunch, the diarrhea, though it was still painful, didn't leave me feeling like it was stripping my insides as harshly. I convinced myself that I was doing my body good by insulating my insides with grease and gunk to survive the painful side effects. Episodes like these made me generally feel worse, and it was the start of a slow, intense decline. The makeup and bravery I put on my face wasn't working anymore, because now my face looked like the surface of the moon, gray and full of craters. I couldn't hide it anymore. Now I officially looked sick. For photos of me with Bichette's, I'll drop a link in the show notes. Every day was exhausting. Every night was depressing. I used to lay in bed, staring up at the ceiling, feeling despair creep over me. I started feeling like those around me were beginning to lose patience with my conditional presence in their lives and my wavering health. Some even took it personally. I felt guilty as well because I wanted to be there for them, but at times I couldn't take calls or make appearances because I was in the middle of a painful, ugly flare-up. And because I couldn't explain or predict what was happening to me, I felt like some kind of villain for not being able to show up fully for the people I cared about. My life was going down the toilet, and I was losing the ability to manage my own body. It was two years since my diagnosis when something unexpected happened. One night... During a flare-up, 
I stumbled into the kitchen to get a late night snack and flipped on the TV to a random channel where a Dr. Bruce Lipton was being interviewed. I had never heard of him, but it felt like he was speaking directly to me. He mentioned a book called The End of Illness and offered an unconventional explanation for some of the issues I was experiencing and how to actually fix them. Hmm. One of the big takeaways was the importance of a routine. So I woke up every morning implementing a routine after that. Then a few months later, my voice coach said, I just finished a book that maybe you should check out. Its author had Crohn's disease and he reversed it with diet. Books started coming into my world this way. And though the brain fog made it hard to focus on reading, I somehow devoured every book. And one led to another and to another and then to more books and then to conferences and case studies. And what I thought was possible began to change. So after years of leaving my health in the hands of doctors while my health kept declining, I started taking matters into my own hands because I wanted to stop Bichette's more than anything else. You know the feeling. I was obsessed. I started to think outside the conventional box and Bichette's became kind of like an onion I was peeling back to uncover the cause, behind the cause, behind the cause, behind the cause of the disease. And even if recovery wasn't possible without medication, I had to at least try. I loved finding links in the research between daily choices in life and how our genes express themselves, a field known as epigenetics. We'll talk epigenetics in another episode. I could definitely control things like what I ate, how I moved, how I breathed, how I slept, and my thinking patterns. And I thought, well, let's see what would happen if I put a routine together of all the things I'm learning about. I'll be honest, it was a drastic change at first, but it got easier, especially when I started seeing results. I had read successful case studies that took up to five years to show results, and I knew it depended on the autoimmune disease and patient, and I didn't mind so long as I was giving myself a shot. I could never forgive myself if I didn't at least take a shot, you know? It reminds me of that Wayne Gretzky quote, you know, the one where he says, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So I took a shot. And imagine my shock when by day 10 of my new routine, the arthritis in my hands went from an eight, 10 being the worst pain, down to a three. So my arthritis went from an eight to a three. I hadn't felt relief from pain like this in maybe over a decade And I knew it was because of the food I was eating and the choices I was making every day because I'd never lived like this before. It was clearly working. And when I started feeling results, you better believe I put my foot on the gas and went full speed ahead. I dove deeper into more reading and research to find out all I could about how to get more of whatever this was. By the way, it was healing. And what I found out gave me an understanding of why my body was on fire from inflammation and under attack by my immune system, and more important, what I needed to do to cool the flames. Now, about six months into experimenting with my new routine and lifestyle, I threw out all my meds. Crazy, right? Well, not if you felt the way I did. I was a new person with a new understanding of how to get sick and how to fully recover. You want to know the secret? Do you want to know what it all boils down to? It all comes down to one thing our cells. Remember we talked about stress last week? Well, whatever the stressor, when our cells are starved of the essential building blocks that they need in order to function properly, that's when illness occurs. When we take the toxins out, 
and we put good in and we give ourselves what they need, we put ourselves in the most conducive environment for healing. That's how I became a product of my own product. Now, when I go for annual checkups, my doctors look at me in a different kind of disbelief than they first did. First, they denied that my symptoms were even real, and now they scratch their heads as they look down at my chart that says Bichette's on it, and they look up baffled at me standing there in perfect health. My last doctor asked me, how did you get rid of these symptoms? And I told him very simply, I changed my lifestyle, and he looked at me even more perplexed. Maybe you're experiencing Bichette's-like symptoms. Maybe you've been diagnosed. Maybe you're being treated. Or maybe you were like I was, and you can't wait to be treated. Here's what I wish I understood earlier. You can restore your health, not by the pills you take, but by the choices you make every day. When you eat and live for your cells, your broken biochemistry starts to correct itself. While doctors and studies are proving this to be true, some other doctors don't seem to have a clue. Don't wait for your doctor to tell you this. You can start now. If you feel hopeless because you don't know where to start, don't worry. Remember in the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that I had a bonus freebie for you? Well, I wrote a free ebook called The Five Steps to Beat Bichette's. You may have heard me mention that I started teaching the exact blueprint I used to heal in an eight-week course. Well, this ebook is a mini version of that course. For those who need answers right now, I took the 20% of what led to 80% of my results and made it super duper simple and short so you can start educating yourself today on what it takes to end Bichette's. I think if everyone learned this information, we would have less illness, less suffering, and save billions of dollars on healthcare because I found out the hard way that being sick is actually expensive. Can I get an amen? Visit www.beatbichette's.com forward slash ebook to download it for free and to start healing today. If you got something out of this episode, I would love your feedback. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please subscribe and leave me a review and comment. You can also email me at hello at beatbichettes.com or visit www.beatbichettes.com for more info. I'm Maritza Lord, and if I can beat Bichette's, so can you. I'll see you in the next episode.